Welcome to the Birth Lounge Podcast, an empowering space for expecting and new parents to hear candid conversations with experts, support your mental health, and learn the tips and tricks that thousands of parents have used to craft their ideal birth. We will answer all of your questions, the scary ones and the weird ones, to help calm your fears and feel confident going into your birth. I'm going to help you redefine what birth and motherhood looks like and how to embrace your journey. I've intentionally crafted an amazing list of experts to help you navigate pregnancy, explore your birth options, and plan for postpartum so it can be a time of soaking in your tiny human. We're going to go there on all the hard topics so that you can dive into finding your confidence and freeing yourself from fears around childbirth. With almost 10 years of experience in family education and a master's degree in human development and family studies, I created this podcast as a way to share information so parents can make educated and informed decisions about their care during pregnancy and childbirth. This is a birth community driven by evidence-based information and research in hopes to help you explore your options, understand your rights, and know what choices you have along the way. I'm your host, Hee Hee. Now let's get to the good stuff. Hello. Happy Friday, friends. We made it to another weekend. Not that weekends mean very much in parenthood or coronavirus. I suppose it's all kind of the same. All of 2020 has kind of been a little bit of a blur, huh? The good news is we are rounding the corner to 2021. Hey, I cannot wait to see what next year holds. And you know what? When I look back over 2020, it hasn't all been bad. Matter of fact, if you look at episode 121 of the Birth Launch Podcast, I actually talk about some of the positives that have come for women's health from coronavirus, specifically within the birth world. But in general, I think we're going to start to see some positive strides. I know that 2020 has been a hard year for so many people and in the birth world, I was just actually talking to the birth workers and we were all sharing that collectively things just feel heavier in the birth space. Um, It feels like outcomes aren't as great um, and that there's a lot more medical manipulation and there's a recent episode of the Birth Launch podcast on medical manipulation as well. That's episode 136, if you're interested in that. Along somewhat of the same lines, today's episode is actually a grab from the birth lounge. So in the birth lounge, I often hop in there and will recap certain things. And uh, last week, we had a really amazing birth. It was so beautiful. Total hours was only 11 hours. And Um, you know, this birthing person only pushed for 20 minutes and she had zero tearing and we did, um, eight of those hours at her home and three of those hours at the hospital. And it was just so idyllic. It just really was. It was so beautiful and it was such a refreshing, ah, dose of like, this is how birth can be, right? And I've listened to it several times over the last week because, because like I was telling you, there's been this collective 
heaviness in the birth world and and this birth was so refreshing and so it's just been nice to remind myself throughout these last couple days that you know times are hard right now but it doesn't mean all is lost and if you prepare in a very intentional way and if you prepare with the right preparation and with the right information and with the right team then you know things can go beautifully despite our very wild circumstances of 2020. So I grabbed that live from the birth lounge and I thought I'd give you a sneak peek into sometimes um, or some of the, the chats that I do inside the birth lounge. I hang out in there all the time. Doors are currently closed, but um, they will open again at the end of the year. So depending on when you're listening to this, the end of 2020 doors will open. Um, otherwise, in between doors open, you can just go to thebirthlounge.com backslash waitlist and join the waitlist for the birth lounge and oftentimes we will let our waitlist have a few days ahead of the general public where you guys can go ahead and get in there um, and start start having fun so enjoy this little clip and I'll circle back to you at the end of it hi it is 2 15 in the morning I just got home from, look, I just got home from a birth. Literally just walked in the door. Beautiful birth. Oh my gosh. Beautiful vaginal delivery. Pushed for nine minutes. Zero tearing. Did about 11 hours of labor at home. Three hours of labor at the hospital. It was so good. But. We faced some rocky parts at the hospital and it all basically came down to a provider who was really struggling to respect consent and to respect the fact that this person had already shared their birth experiences or their birth goals, I suppose, their birth goals for this experience. And this provider just kept on suggesting and scaring and encouraging different decisions. At one point, there was the conversation about having an ID placed, right? And this birthing person had already said, I do not want that. I have been hydrating. I do not want that. And the provider said, well, we have to draw blood anyway and like run some labs anyway. So we just need to place it. And the birthing person said, no, you can just draw the blood. And then I don't want that IV. And the provider said, you know, you really need to get this IV and the birth and person asked how wh why how come how do I how come I need this IV so badly why like you're disrupting my labor why can't we just do this IV later if I need it and the provider says that you know if there was an emergency this is verbatim the one minute that it could take to get in an IV could mean life or death for your baby. Now, this statement 
is probably true in some cases. The statement is probably not true in a lot, many, most cases. You also would hope that if someone held a job on an L&D unit, that they would hold the skill, the very core competency to place an IV. The way that this was presented and the words that were used were so guttural and um, like my heart right now is racing, actually just reliving this because it was very scary in the moment, the way that this doctor presented it. And I think it's important to note that we spend months preparing our clients to birth. Um, we are not a traditional doula service, we're a maternity concierge service, and so we are with you for months preparing you for very tiny details exactly like this. And um, this is why I want to share this with you because it plays out exactly how it is supposed to. So we've spent these months preparing. We know that this is a situation. We know that in America we like to give IVs. Um, so this birthing person says, you know, I would like to wait until an emergency arises in order to get an IV. I don't want an IV right now. And she turns to me and says, he, what does the evidence say? And I say, well, we know that the evidence says there is no benefit to having an IV placed if you have been hydrating on your own and you're not getting sick to the point that you're dehydrated and you're being able to keep down fluids. However, your doctor has a very valid reason for wanting an IV placed. The doctor comes back with some more um, reasons as to why in an emergency can be very scary and she talks about um, you know if the baby's heart decels and doesn't come up then we want to have quick IV access and again this goes back to the skill set of if someone is holding a job on an L&D unit we hope that they're able to place an IV, whether it be in an emergency or not, it comes along with the job. And so this birthing person says, I don't want an IV. And she turns to me and says, I don't want an IV. And I said, I think that's fine. This is where informed consent comes in and the room doesn't change. And the doctor starts on too. And I say, and, this is where informed refusal comes in as well, and you know all about that. And that provider, she caught a whiff of something different. Her tune changed. The wind in her sails, different direction. It was like night and day. They were like, all right, no IV, cool. Yep, they were like, look, we understand you've been hydrating. We are all set with understanding about the IV. If it comes to that, we are going to need to place it. And the whole room was like, well, of course. And they were like, yeah, cool. You're rocking and rolling. I, no lie. I was like, wait, are these magic words? Did I just say magic words like Harry Potter wand here what I was like oh my god I was legit taken back I'm still I wish you could feel my heart I'm still taken back the whole situation 
when I pause the room and I remind everybody informed consent is definitely a thing, but that's a buzzword these days. It doesn't mean very much, right? I mean, I guess it means a lot, but it's a buzzword. It's, it's lost its oomph. Be honest, it has. Everyone's talking about informed consent. At some point, it gets muddled. The message gets muddled. And I think that's where we've reached with informed consent. People are so tired of hearing about it. It's legitimately real. It's for real. People are tired of hearing about it, so they've they've tuned it out. That's a that's what I'm trying to say. They've tuned it out. <laughs> Please remember, it's like 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> informed refusal, though. That was different. It was so different. They got it. It was just a reminder. I think every now and then, birth has this tendency that everyone's really caught up in the moment and we just want to pause the room, ask our questions, we're gonna communicate, we're gonna evaluate our options, and that's how you pace your birth, right? Informed refusal. Your provider, a provider, any provider, cannot practice informed consent without recognizing and respecting informed refusal, period. End of story. No negotiations. Book closed. It really is. Informed uh, refusal and informed consent go hand in hand like this. They are best friends. You can't have one without the other. It's salt and pepper. The left and the right. They go together. They go together. Okay. That's what I came on here to tell you. I'm writing that birth high because that birth was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. Oh, it was so beautiful. And you can have it. I want to be like, you can have that too. You can have that too. As cheesy as that sounds, you can have that too. And this just shows how it plays out if you do the work. How it plays out if you do the work. <laughs> you got to do the work. We got to practice. We have to have these conversations. You have to know these things. You got to be educated on your choices. You have to understand your options and your rights. Be prepared to have these conversations. Be prepared to stand your ground and to say, I don't want an IV. I don't want an IV. Talk to everybody in the room. Tell everybody in that room, I don't want X or I do want X. I want skin to skin. I want skin to skin. I want skin. To Tell everybody, I want skin to skin. Whatever you do want, whatever you don't want, that's nobody's business. Their business is how to support you and in making sure that you do get those or you don't get those. And if you can't have your preferences, that you're getting as close to those as possible. And that's what we do at TBH. That is what we do. Yes. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with me. Hey, if you're not following us on the Birth Lounge, um, go to at the dot birth lounge. Wait, at the dot birth dot lounge instagram page it's late all right i gotta go to bed thanks for hanging out with me bye guys
Thank you so much for tuning in today. I truly do value this community and I love hanging out with you. If you found today's episode helpful, share it with a friend. Share it with someone who might also find this information helpful. I'd love to hear what you have to say and read your sweet words on iTunes. You can leave us a review and this helps get this information into the hands of parents who might also benefit from hearing it. If you're interested in joining The Birth Lounge, you can go to thebirthlounge.com. Our blog is linked there. You can find all sorts of free information as well as how to get your access to The Birth Lounge. You can always hang out with me on Instagram as well, at Tranquility by Hehe. Until then, stay educated, stay supported, stay confident. there just a friendly reminder that nothing in this podcast is to be used as medical advice diagnosis or treatment please consult your health care provider with any questions or concerns you have about your health or anything discussed in this podcast side effects may include educated adults informed decision making skills and consensual care tranquility by hehe and the birth lounge are not responsible for any ideal births that were created with this podcast the birth parent deserves all the credit